Yeah, I went out last night so I could get my my nightly banana. I can't sleep without my banana. So I go out last night. I go to the store and I I get up to the front to the to, to the door. You know, I walk through the parking lot and I get up there to the door and there's this young man standing there. He tells me I can't come into the store. And I'm like, well, why can't I come into the store? What's wrong? Are you closed? And he says, no, you're not wearing a mask. And I said, what are you talking about? I am wearing a mask. What do you call this? He says, that's not a mask. I said, sure, it's a mask. He says, no, that's not the right kind of mask. And I says to him, look at this young fella. I look him in the eyes and I say, what's wrong with this mask? This is an official Lone Ranger mask as used on set of the old show. It's official. This is a classic mask. And he says, I'm sorry, sir, that, that mask does not cover your mouth and your nose. You, it has to cover your mouth and your nose. And so I go back to the car and I get my bandana. And I tell you what, though, I went in there and I got that banana and I was wearing that bandana there around my, my mouth and my nose, but I kept that Lone Ranger mask on. I'll tell you what. Okay. Well, I'm not sure the relevance of that story. I'm not, I don't know why you told me that story. I mean, I'm not. Well, I think it has relevance. I, okay. In our time right now. Okay. But that's not why I brought you here. Well, what'd you bring me here for then? I wanted you to, to do the introduction to the episode. That's why I brought you in, to do the introduction. What do you mean introduction? You know, before the episodes, I always say something about spoilers and whatnot and entering at your own risk and all that. I, I wanted you I wanted you to read that. Well, I don't know the lines. What do you expect me to say? Well, it's, I gave you the script. It's right there. What, this thing? Yes. This thing here? That thing there, that's the script. I can't read this. I didn't bring my glasses. No, no, but you did You did wear that Lone Ranger mask. Well, it's a nice mask. I, I paid a lot of money for it. It's just, it's just a few simple lines. Let me just go over it with you, and then you can, we can record this, this intro. All right, sounds good. Fire away. All right, so all you're going to say is the following podcast is going to contain unbridled and unapologetic silliness. Proceed at your own risk. All right, I think I can handle that. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. The following podcast, I don't, what was the rest? Will contain. Will contain. Unbridled. Unbridled. And unapologetic. And unapologetic. Unapolo- that's a hard word to say. Unapologetic. Sarsaparilla. Silliness. 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 Okay. The following podcast will contain unapologetic silliness. No, no. The following podcast will contain unbridled and unapologetic silliness. Proceed at your own risk. The following podcast will contain a bridle, and then there's a horse. Is there a horse with this bridle? No. Just say what I paid you to say. Settle down now, sonny boy. Settle down. Let me try it again, okay? Sorry. I just... We have a limited amount of time, and I just want to get this out. I want to get it done. Okay? All right. All right, sonny boy. Here we go. Let me try it again. The following podcast will contain unbridled and unpolished. I just, that word is just really hard. Okay. Just take that word out. All right? Say it without unapologetic. Just leave it out. Your rage just goes from zero to 60 like that, don't it? I'm sorry. Again, I just, I just want to get this done. You just got to breathe, son. Just breathe for a second. You feel better? I feel a little better. Okay, well, let's try this again. Here we go. 
The following podcast will contain unbridled and unapologetic silliness. Proceed at your own risk. How was that? That's, that was pretty good. Hello and welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. My name is Steven and this is another bonus. I don't know why I say it like that. Bonus. This, I'm going to play for you uh, another old episode of Just Another Fanboy. It's one of my favorite episodes, and it's called The Almighty Clip Show. This one, like the previous one, like last week's, it goes back to 2008, but it contains clips from the show going back to 2006. I begin the clip show, when I when I put this together, I start off, with uh, stuff from episode number 25 of Just Another Fanboy from back in the day. from two That would have been from all the way back in 2006. It was a special episode for me because it was my first time podcasting. Episode 25 would have been a, a somewhat landmark episode. I had my wife on, who wasn't a part of the show at the time, but then later became a part of the show for a while. She was actually very popular. But I ended episode 25 with a cliffhanger. See, back then, the podcast, at one point after, when I started the podcast, it was really boring. Just Another Fanboy was really boring because I I got my books through a mail order service. I was buying comics. I had a monthly habit, but I got them through a mail order service. And to save money on shipping, I had my comics shipped to me once a month. Well, the podcast was every week. So most weeks, I didn't have books to talk about. And back then, I felt like if I was going to talk about a book, it had to have been a book that came out that week. I mean, I could have taken all the books that I got for the month and then parsed them out and read some and talked about them each week until the next shipment came in. But that wasn't you didn't really do that really back then, unless you were unless you were a show specifically talking about collected editions. You were you were if you were a comic book podcast, you were talking about new comics. Well, I didn't have new comics to talk about. So the only thing I could do I did comic news, and then I would look over the solicitations for the books that were out that week. I would then pick the ones that I was looking forward to most that I knew I was getting, and I would read the solicitation. Um, and I ended up reading him in, a, in kind of a silly voice. But after a few episodes, I thought, this is boring. I, this, nobody's wanting to listen to this because it's, it's dumb. And I thought I, I would incorporate incorporate. I thought I would add something new to the show, and I invented this character, Norman Oklahoma. He was a guy that I had been writing stories about. I brought him into the podcast, and I did the silly voice of him, and I ended up bringing in another character called Gary Indiana, who was Norman's cousin. And they were literally, they were part of the show. They would come in during intros and I would talk to them, and they would talk to me, and and Norman had, it started out Norman had a, a specific role on the show. He was like the editorial guy and he would do uh, opinion pieces called The View from Norman, Oklahoma. And his tagline was, and now for The View from Norman, Oklahoma, in which our resonant bitter old fanboy pisses and moans about the state of the comic book industry or just anything that pisses him off. And so in episode 25, he is doing this thing. His, he, I didn't have anything for him to do. I didn't have any any 
opinions about the comic book industry at the time. I had written this piece that I put out online about deer and how I saw them grazing in a field on the way to work. And they, they, they didn't run away from me as I drove by. And it turned into a piece about deer wanting to take over the world. And so Norman read it as if he was the one that had written it. And he gets so paranoid that by the end of it, I had my my character, me, I had left the room while he was reading it. And as I come back in at the end of it and he freaks out, he thinks I'm a deer and he shoots me. And that's how the episode ends with me being shot ends on a cliffhanger. It was I don't. I don't know that it was the first time a comic book podcast had ever done something like that, but I feel like it was. I feel like I was quite the innovator. Anyway, the very next episode, I was, and I'm using air quotes, in the hospital because I had been shot. And so Norman and Gary did the entire show, episode 26, except for one segment where I called in from the hospital. And I just loved doing those kinds of episodes. I loved having Norman and Gary there and I had other characters. There was the, a guy who read silly poems and, and, and all this stuff, but good Lord, they took so much time to do. I most, some of it was scripted. Some of it was not. My kids were toddlers at the time and they would go to bed by around nine or nine thirty, And then I would sit there at the computer with this microphone and do these episodes that were about a half hour long but I'd be recording and I would be doing some editing as I was recording. And I would be, I would be there in front of that computer recording and editing until one or two in the morning every week. And after a while, it got to be too much. But going back and listening to what you're about to hear, which was just, a, just clips. It's, it's, I know I did a clip show. The first bonus episode we've done here between the two seasons was a clip show, but I, I've, I've always enjoyed this one more. I think I did a better job of creating a, 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 a more entertaining clip show. And I've probably talked about it way too much as it is. And I don't know. I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get it out there that I've, I really enjoyed doing stuff like that. I, I want to, I want to bring some of that back to the show, but it's all going to depend on what kind of time I have, what kind of creative energy is running through me at the time. And the thing was, I would get emails and uh, even a review now and then that people just didn't like it. They just didn't lie. They didn't think it was funny. And I didn't care because I was having a freaking ball. But here is the fruit of my labors from back then. These are, This is a clip show that contains stuff, um, like I said, from back around 2006, 2007. Enjoy. Previously on Just Another Fanboy. Norman will be coming in later to do uh, The View from Norman, Oklahoma. I believe he's going to talk about deer. I don't know what yeah. that's all about. He's been carrying a gun around all week. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Norman, Oklahoma. Be wary. The deer are out there. All right, I'm back. How'd it go without me? Ah! What the heck? Oh man, I think I just shot Steven in the face. What'd you go and do that for? I, I just talked to the just talked to the ambulance driver. It doesn't look fatal. Oh, good. Uh, looks like I, I shot him in the clavicle. The clavicle? So he, he's probably going to be out for a week. A week? What about next week's episode? Oh, no. You're listening to Just Another Fanboy, the podcast that thinks ducks are creepy. 
Just Another Fanboy is a Lynx Broadcasting Production. Lynx like the cat. Hey, howdy, hey, I'm your host, Stephen, and Jimmy Dean Dandy, do I have a great big bunch of stuff for you this week. Oh, don't lie to the people. <laughs> I'm not lying. You're lying straight out your teeth, oh. up through your nose, right past your ears, and out past that unruly mop of red scrub you call hair. Be nice now. What? Now why should I be nice to you? Because I still owe you one from last week, oh. and you haven't a clue when and where it's going to come. Oh, well, okay, you made your point. Move along. Thank you. And now for 30 seconds of nonsense. Now, speaking of bacon, I once met a pig named Gus who could tell the future. Stephen, he told me, one day you're going to spend each Tuesday of your life sitting in front of a glowing computer screen and speaking into a microphone about comics to a group of people who will hang on your every word. When that day comes, you're going to finish up each one of these weekly chat sessions by bathing in pudding until your skin's all crinkly and you can't see the writing that's written upon the wall. But fear not, the pig said for the pudding will be vanilla-flavored, and all will be well with the world. 30 Seconds of Nonsense has been brought to you by nobody, because there's not a company in the world that's willing to stand behind it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you the new voice of Just Another Fanboy, Deliberate Jones. Say hello. Oh, hello. Hi. Oh, where am I? We're, oh, it's right, okay, it's right yeah, here. Oh, it's right, right there. Hi, everybody. I'm Deliberate Jones. Hi. And I'm... Hello. We're right here. It's, don't, is it on? Hello. Don't, don't tap. Don't what? tap on the mic. Okay. Don't sorry. Tap, don't tap on Hi. the mic. Hi. Delib- Deliberate Jones, everybody. Hi. Um, Deliberate. Hi. Uh, is actually here auditioning. Hot what? I should probably auditioning. I should probably say that right up. Right I, up. For, yeah, audition. I. I didn't yes, know I was. Uh, auditioning, I, yes. I, I, I didn't know I was. I, I didn't know I was auditioning. I yeah, I explained that to here you. To be I, part of the show, I'm just no. really excited to be here, and I want to thank everybody. No, and, I'm glad. And Stephen uh, called me, okay. and he wanted me to come down and yeah, audition, and I'm sh- here to audition. I didn't know I was auditioning. I thought I was be, here to do my be, stuff, and be I'm quiet. here. And what? Please okay. get, uh, zip it. Okay, I'm sorry. That's, okay, so it's okay. It's okay. He's he's a little excited. Uh, Deliberate and I actually grew up together, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm I'm happy that he's here. Well, thank so, uh, you. So thanks, I, thanks for coming down. Hey, well, hey, you know, you you you, you called, and that's what friends are for. And I, I'm here to, yeah, I'm ready to go. You know, I got my script in front of. I understand you want to say some stuff about some iTunes reviews and stuff. So I'll, yeah. I, yeah. I've got my show notes here. I'm ready okay. to go. I'm ready to. Uh, okay, come on. Let's, what? Okay, it's, okay, okay. You know, okay. it's, it's your show, man. It it's is your show, my, you know? it's, it's your show, man. It's, okay, <laughs> it's my show. Okay, it's all right. It's all right. How is it you can feel no sorrow? The best, the worst, the most I'm thinking dumb on relatives It's not about your budget glass as high as that every toast When she's around My ship runs aground The wedding dress is very nice The girl, the spirit 
Norman, Oklahoma, uh, shot Stephen in the clap. Why, why do you have to keep saying that? Well, because you did shoot him well, but, with a gun well, in his clavicle, did you not? Well, I Did just, you not shoot Stephen in the clavicle with a gun? Kinda. Kinda? What's that supposed to mean, kinda? I mean, you brought a loaded gun into Stephen's house, yes? Yes? Yes. And then you took that gun, and you pointed it at Stephen, yes? Yes! And then you shot him in the clavicle. Well... Correct? Am I correct? Yes, you're correct, but... Dang it, Gary, you're making a mountain out of a molehill here. I mean, you gotta look at it from my perspective. Your perspective? What kind of perspective would you have? You shot the man. He is currently laying in a bed in the hospital because you shot him. He could be home playing with his kids all week, but instead he has been laid up in the hospital because you, Norman, Oklahoma, took a gun and you shot the man. I mean, how do you feel about that? How, do, how does that make you feel, honestly? Well, honestly, it makes me feel kind of bad. Well, it should make you feel bad, Norman, because you almost took a man's life well, over yeah, a, a, a stupid paranoia it's not about stupid. deer. Well, does, let, well, let that sink in there just for a little bit, okay, Norman? Okay. Deer. You deer. thought the man was a deer. Well, they're out there and... What? You're in the man's house, okay? Yeah. What? And you think that he is a deer well, he, sneaking up on you? Is he snuck does, does, does that sound sane to you, Norman? Well, I, I guess if, if, if you look at it from, from, from that side, I, I guess it doesn't sound too, you know, normal. But, you know, I apologize to the man. I, I sent him flowers. I'm... I'm the one who, 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 who rode with him in the ambulance to, you know, to the hospital. So, just get off my back already, all right? Thank you, Norman, for a very informative segment this week. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Oh, stick it up your bottom and spin, sucker. And pride has just flown out the window. So, with that, why don't we do some bloopers? You're listening to Just Another Fanboy, and I'm too close to the mic. In a particular feature episode. Feature, future. Oh, and speaking of the new new forum... um, And it took me out of the movie just for a moment. But that movement was so short. That movement, did I say movement? Dingity-dang. Tell me what you think I should do. Because I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm lost. This week's news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort is brought to you by the Just Another Fanboy Podcast. The podcast that prides itself on smelling like cheese. My name is Lawrence Bean, and I've been listening to Just Another Fanboy for... Nigh on six to three years now, and I I think that that Stephen Orwell he he's a fine young boy, and and I I just wish more people would download and and listen to his podcast like I do every single week, cause I that's where I go to get all my news and my information on the latest happenings and Superman and and Batman and all those all those comic books that I like to read so. So listen to just another fanboy and and just plug your nose because it's it does smell like cheese. Thank you. The just another fanboy podcast. Listen to it because well it's just all right.
joining us on the telephone for a few moments uh, uh, from his hospital bed is is Stephen himself. So we've got him on the phone, and and let's 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 talk to him. St- Stephen, are are you there, Stephen? Hey, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you doing this. Well, it ain't no trouble, man. I'm just glad that you're feeling better. You you you're, you're well, feeling better, right? I, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good, you know, considering that Norman shot me and all. Oh, whatever. See, listen, listen, listen. Oh, that's what I like to hear, baby. Tell me what you think I should do, cause I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm lost. The breathtaking mini mini shnee alabalabadoo. The people of Earth now sit around their television sets, glued to the news, anxiously, 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 shinabir. Today I'm gonna talk about Independence Day's predecessor. They even have their own version of the Hitler Youth when they recruit, recruit. I can't speak like I should. Superman has battled, um, 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 uh, um, uh, 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 Norman, Oklahoma, coming at you one again, once again with all my stuff, with the stuff. And now for 30 seconds of nonsense. The other day, I was out walking through the streets of Laredo wearing a pair of lavender underpants when this squirrel with an overbite scurried up to me proffering a bag of cheese puffs. I wasn't quite sure what to do about the situation as I have never had a rodent offer me cheese-flavored snacks before. I took the calm and measured approach and ate the offered puffs of cheese, all the while trying not to stare directly at the squirrel's massive dental appendages. Oddly enough, I found that I was reminded of the time that Oscar Wilde popped in for a bit of a tongue wag when I was about the age of 73. This was in the old days when my sense of self had to develop past. 30 Seconds of Nonsense is brought to you by Gotham City Waste Management, where your trash is their trash. This podcast gives a lot of effort to be funny, but is very annoying. Oh, that was that was very nice. No, not really. Who wrote that? That was um that um a a nanny mouse. Who's no. a a mouse? A nanny mouse. Anonymous. Oh, anonymous. Okay. Anonymous. Yeah. You know what else pisses me off? I'll tell you. Stephen pisses me off. I mean, what? 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 Is he some kind of wussy boy? He can't oh, take a bullet Norman. and be a man about it and come back oh, the very next day laughing and smiling? I mean, come on. I've taken six bullets to the chest oh, before what? and I'm that still here talking. Lie, I laughed it off like it was nothing, like what? it was a squirrel bite. Whatever. I took it. Darn come it. here. I'm so, putting you in a headlock, Norman. Come here. You're getting Shut out of here. You're out of here. Get out of here. Move. Move along, buddy. Move along. Thing here at just another fanboy. <laughs> That way, if any of you have also read them and want to chime in, chime, chime, shimmy, holly. New Universal is Warren Ellis's revisiting it. But, man, gooder. 
Connell wakes in a field where he fell asleep with his fell asleep with his fell asleep with his number nine number nine. This sucks. No, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't remember Gary. I don't. Gary? Did I say Gary? I'm. I'm at Norman. Oh goodness. There's probably a reason you need that medication. Medication? Did I just say medication? Dang. Well, listen up, Flash. There's probably a reason you need the medication. Man almighty, medication. And that brings us to listeners' feedback. There will be no listeners' feedback this week due to... Oh, never mind. <laughs> nobody listening to you no more. You tell them, Norman. Ain't nobody listening to you no more. <laughs> sing it, Gary. We should sing a song no. about this. How about oh, we don't? I Come like on. songs. Ain't nobody listening oh, to sing it, you. Gary. And nobody wants to turn on the iPod and <laughs> listen to Steven because it sucks. It sucks so bad. <laughs> Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening to you. <laughs> Good stuff, Norman. Not really. I thought it was funny. Okay, let's get back to the show. Can we please? Oh, Thank I, you. I suppose. Let's get on with some news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort. This week's news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort is brought to you by the Violent Telegram Company. VTC is an organization dedicated to helping you exact revenge on others through purely violent means. Listen in as we follow a VTC agent out on a job. Well, you've got your more popular jobs. There's the basic knee to the groin. That's our most ordered job. You've got your standard poke in the eye. That's one I see pretty often. Sometimes I get lucky and I get to do the sweep of the leg, popularized by the karate kid. But on this one, we have the very difficult and highly effective elbow to the clavicle. This is one I don't see all too often, but it's one I enjoy doing as it really shows our Vic that the customer just ain't messing around. Oh, here he is now. Excuse me, sir. Sir? Yeah? Are you Norman, Oklahoma? Yeah, that's me. Who's asking? Will. Stephen says hi. Oh! Stephen also wanted me to read you this message while you writhed around in pain. Hey, buddy. Remember what you did in last week's episode? Now we're all tied up, old man. Thank you. Oh, my clavicle. The Violet Telegram Company. Getting revenge any way you can. The Violent Telegram Company is a not-for-profit organization. Folks, I'm Reggie, and I'm a pickle. I was living the simple life in Southern California when I was recruited for the Pickle in a Sack program. And I have to say, when those folks approached me, 
I was a bit skeptical. I mean, they had this whole change the world attitude, and I just didn't feel that I was the pickle they were looking for. But after looking through a few brochures, I agreed to go with them down to the office and fill out some paperwork. Before I knew it, I was asked to join the ranks of the few, the proud, the pickles and sacks. It wasn't long before some nice young man bought me, and I had the pleasure of being this lonely man's best friend in the whole world. I even saved his life once by offering him part of me for nourishment when he was trapped under a fallen pine tree. Pickle in a sack is more than just a gimmick. We change lives, and we do it every day. Maybe the voice line's just broken or something. Whatever. You know the voice line ain't broken. I know it's not broken. I called it just myself earlier today. You did? That's right, I did. And there ain't nothing wrong with it. Now, granted, the first time I called, it it, it rang once, and then I got a better signal. But then I hung up, and I called back about 20 minutes later, and I got through. Well, did, did you leave me a voicemail? Well, I was gonna. But, you know, dang, man, I got better things to do at my time. But besides, a possum got into the trailer that, uh, that, that Gary and I share together. And a possum? We had to wrangle it. A possum? Y- yes, a possum. Uh, I'll talk about it next week. That's not the point. The point is I did not leave you a voicemail. <laughs> Come on, man. It's, I just, you know, I just wish somebody would, you know, I just, I just feel, I just need some love, man. You know, I just, I'm just saying that if I could just have a snap out of it, man. Good oh. Lord, you are a grown man and you are crying on your podcast. Oh. Just, you go on. Just give me a break. Just go somewhere. If you got to cry, just go okay. leave and go have a good cry. I, oh. I, will, I, I will take over from You'll here. Take over. I'll take over. Okay. You, know, okay. you can come back and do the news, but I'll take. Okay, just okay. go. Go. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> okay, then. News and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort. I love you, man. Oh, shut up. This week's news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort is brought to you by the iFeen, the first ever fully functional caffeine IV drip for the office environment. Hello folks, Deliberate Jones here for the caffeine IV drip. I used to fall asleep at my desk a lot at work. I never seemed to be able to get anything done. Well, thanks to the iFeen, I'm working faster than the flash on crack. I may not get anything done correctly, but dang it if I don't get it done. Just the other day, the boss wanted me to file some papers for the corporate office, and all I had to do was walk down a flight of steps to the filing room. But then all these colors started flashing in my line of sight, and Gil Gerard drove in wearing pink stretchy pants, and I don't know what I'm saying anymore. The I-Fiend, because doing your job like a crazed monkey is better than not doing your job at all. You've been listening to the past couple of episodes. You'll you'll know that I have spent the last week or so in the quote unquote hospital after suffering a gunshot wound to the clavicle. And last episode, episode twenty six, had to be recorded by a couple of schmoes. Schmoes? What the heck's that supposed to mean? <laughs> it means you're a schmo, Norman. <laughs> a schmo. I don't know what schmo means, but means you're an idiot. If well, hey, now, come on, there's no, just because I called you a schmo don't mean you got to be calling me a, 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 an idiot. I thought it, we did a nice job. Yeah, well, Gary, yes, I, yeah, you did do a very nice job, Gary. Well, I thought you. you did a great job. Thank you. Norman, on the other, <laughs> Norman, on the other hand. Oh, come, why you always got to be picking on me? Now, is that a question you really feel that you need well, to ask I, there, Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown? <laughs> what? I don't get that. Shut up, Gary. Well, now, who's picking on who, tough guy? Two, three, banana. Oh, banana!
Hey, how's everybody doing this week? Norman, did you have a good week? Well, I, I had an okay week. You know, I, I went out and I did some did some shopping in town. And oh yeah, I did some shopping. Yeah, yeah. What, went what'd town. you uh, what'd you go shopping for? Well, I, I understand it's your little girl's birthday this week, yeah, so uh, yeah. you know I had to go out and buy her some. Oh, that was. You know, I went to the toy store and yeah, you know, I got her some dolls and some. Well, that was nice. Well, no. some you know a fluffy cat well, stuff like that. That was nice, Norman. It is my little girl's birthday this week she's going to turn three so you know everybody say happy birthday to rana well i didn't know it was your uh your your little girl's birthday oh, this yeah? week i didn't know nobody told me i didn't i yeah, guess i didn't look at the counter i think i had it written down on the counter but i didn't know yeah, and i guess counter. i should go out and i should also give me some fluffy kittens or some oh, she, yeah, uh, she dogs likes she likes some, care bears i like yeah, she, care bears well, you know the care bears are kind of good i get her a care bear maybe you know well she like elmo i like elmo she, she like, she like elmo i mean shut up she likes elmo. shut up sorry Sorry. D, it's... Deliberate Jones. I don't know if it's working out, man, because, you know, you, you tend to just ramble there well, a little I don't, bit, so... I don't mean to ramble, you know, I just... I, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't oh, know if it's going to work out, oh, Come on, man. I mean, I, I don't mean to ramble. I just sometimes I ramble, and it just comes to me, and Would I just... Shut up! Oh, sorry. Good golly gophers on a gumbush. I mean... Can you talk any faster? I mean, well, I get this guy, Stephen. He's he's well, driving me up the wall over here. All right, settle down, Norman. Well, Deliberate Jones is an old friend of mine. Yeah, he would I invited be. him to be part of the show. I invited him to shut up. You know, frankly, Norman, the fact that he annoys you. Well, I I think I'm going to keep him around. What do, what? what do you say, Gary? Well, you know, Steve, that's that's your call. I mean. I think he seems to be a pretty nice feller. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, come on. He actually brought me some flowers, yeah, flowers. Uh, for tonight's show. So, oh, so from I my own like the guy, so. Oh, so, Deliberate Jones, that's your name? That's my name. Yeah, okay, Deliberate. well, uh, I welcome you to the show. And thank you. I, I thank hope you stick around because, you know, oh, oh, anybody man. that brings me flowers well, before the show. Shut up, what? Norman. What? Shut up. Shut up. Oh, you know, I like, I like a nice, I like some flowers. You can okay, is that? Too much to add. You never bring me flowers. Yes, ran those flowers. Whatever, what? Norman. Whatever. I'm, what? I'm gonna go get some chili. I'd like chili too. I'll, oh. I'll join you for some. I guess so. I guess I have chili too. Well, I, yeah, I understand it's your uh, little girl's little girl. After a quick sellout at DC Comics, Justice Society of America number two is going brack brack brackadack. After a quick sellout at DC Comics, Justice Society of America number two is going brack to press, brack to press, brack to press. In movie news, Joss Whedon has been taken off the Wonder Woman. This animated fairy tale turns on, turns on it. I just cannot get that out. This animated fairy tale turned on, turned on. I just cannot get that out. Coming from Little Red Riding Hood, Little Red Riding Hood, why can I not speak to you people who I love? Hey, howdy, hey, good people. I already said that. Oh, shut up. Sorry. All right. Now, I've spoken of this before, but this week I want to talk again about folks being in such a dang hurry all the time. And I see this more often than not in all these dang commercials they got on the TV clogging up my quality viewing time. For example... I don't know if anyone has seen this ad for the Visa check card that shows all these folks in a food joint all lined up and purchasing food and it's and it's all moving like clockwork as everyone goes round and round in this little human machine and the music is going, oh, darn it, I, I, 
Gary, you remember you remember how that music? I, no, I, I don't I remember how that music goes. No, Norman, I, I I'm afraid I don't recollect how that music well, goes. Well, darn, man, how am I supposed to continue if I don't remember how that song goes? It's it's like something like boom, boom, ba there something, something, something like that. No, that's the that's a Jeopardy. Yeah, that's a Jeopardy thing. Yeah, that's that's Jeopardy. I don't, I can't see bird, bird, I don't remember, Norman. I'm I'm sorry. Well, ah, well, you know what? Heck, it don't really matter. Fact of the matter is, is you know they're all they're all going around and it's it's working all splendidly and you know until some man has the nerve to pay with cash and everything comes to a grinding halt. First shame, Mister Cash Paying Man. How dare you? How dare you try to pay for your food with cold hard cash? How dare you be the ranch in the cogs? How dare you be the individual and not one of the other lemmings? How dare you, sir? How dare you? There's many things I've wondered and many things I've thought. Many things I've pondered and many things I've sought. Many things I tried to hide and many times I kind of lied. Still, so many things to try before we say goodbye. So I'll pour myself another glass of wine. And then Chris sent in a second email in which he says, Stephen, no, seriously. I wanted to email and let you know, other than eggs, I really loved episode number 19. It was the first episode of Just Another Fanboy I've listened to, and it's just great. Keep up the great work. On a side note, I'd like to send a special telegram to Gary via the Violent Telegram Company in the form of a headbutt to the face. What? The telegram reads, get over it, old man. Everyone knows it's stopped the cat box. Thank you. Well, hey, what you picking on me for? Settle down. I I think Chris might be a little confused. You're dang right he's confused. I'm the one who complained about the stop the cat box. I am Norman, Oklahoma. I am the pissed off one. He is Gary, Indiana, and he's just a kid, man. I mean, come on. uh, What? Huh? What? I'll get I'll get it, guys. You you keep on talking. Well, I'll get the door. Um, you know I just don't understand why. How how could you confuse the two of us when we are both very dissimilar? I know. I mean, I'm just I don't understand why he could. What? I'm what? looking for huh? Gary, Indiana. Well, that's me. Wait. Oh. <laughs> Your messages. Get over it, old man. Everyone knows it stopped oh, the cat box. Man, that weren't Thank cool. You. That weren't cool. <laughs> Man, he hit me in the nose with his head, man. That doesn't feel good, Come man. On. I think Come I'm going to go lay down. Come on, buddy. I'll go take you somewhere. Man. Let's go lay down. That's just not cool. Yikes. The Violet Telegram Company is only a number of brothers above them. I can't stand when I read... When I... But this one we have is very difficult and highly effective, and I'm messing it up as I speak. Then sing to the words, ding a ding The Violent Telegram Company is a not-for-profit or... A hero or... I like eggs, because, you know, frankly, who doesn't like eggs? It's, it's, you know, it's, it's nature's 
love drop of love as far as I'm concerned. This week's news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort is brought to you by Surly Jim's House of Pencils. And Surly Jim wants to know... Uh, you want to buy some pencils? Surly Jim has pencils for every occasion. Do you like to draw, scribble, or just write your name over and over on a sheet of crisp white paper? Well, why not try a writing tool from Surly Jim's House of Pencils? Ask for Surly Jim by name and get a free number two pencil for all your testing needs. Surly Jim's House of Pencils. Because you have to buy them someplace, right? There's this jack-a-rump running around with his heartburn medication that he loves because it works so fast. Well, dang, we all like medication that works fast, but he's running around griping about one-hour photo being too long of a wait and ATMs taking up too much of his time. Well, listen up, Flash. There's probably a reason you need the medication. You might want to stop in and see the doc about your stress and that bleeding ulcer I'm sure you have by now. Sorry. Hello folks, news announcer guy here, and this is where I would normally say this week's news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort is brought to you by... But this week I'm not going to, because the check hasn't cleared yet. I'm off. And now for 30 seconds of nonsense. I like pudding. I like pudding so much that... One day, I, I think I'll build a monument to put it. You know, something that can something that can be seen from outer space. A great, giant pudding cup, so large that when the little green men arrive to do battle with us over our natural resources, well, they'll know where the pudding's at. You know, the only thing better than pudding is, well, more pudding. I wish I could eat pudding every day of the week. And I think that one day I will. 30 Seconds of Nonsense is brought to you by Metropolis Waste Management, where your trash is Gotham's trash. All right, let's do some bloopers. Justice League number... Justice League number... I love it. Jim Lee, Howard Porter, Powered Porter. Man, Howard Porter. Who is that guy? Dynamite Entertainment will release plain, plain, plain... Man, the news is sucking. They did this little thing that, you know, I thought I'd... I don't know what I thought I'd do. You got an episode... So until next week, I'm Steven, and I'm... Oh, hold on. Yeah, come in. Are you Steven or? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Well then, Norman, Oklahoma... Wanted me to give you a message. Okay. What's the message? Well, he wanted me to tell you that the score is now two to one. Oh, thank you. Oh, 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 my clavicle. Oh, my clavicle. Oh, well, I guess, I guess that's the end of our show, folks. 
Clavicle. <laughs>